0: what
1: this sounds so cool (laughs) (laughs) nowhere else have i ever seen that done at a venue and i've worked at a lot of venues around here that is definitely really cool my name is erica hinkle
0: and my name is joshua griffin thank you for listening to behind the scenes where we go behind the scenes with our tidewater area businesses philanthropy and community involvement
1: I'm owner of Erica Hinkle Events, LLC, a full service wedding and event company specializing in floral design and decor.
0: And I own Griffin Air, serving the Middle Peninsula and Northern Neck for all your heating, cooling, and plumbing needs.
1: Let's go behind the scenes right now.
0: Welcome to Behind the Scenes in Todd Water, where we go behind the scenes with our local businesses, philanthropy, and community involvement. And Erica, today's guest. This is pretty cool. She owns a lavender farm, which is pretty unique.
1: Yeah, I actually, this is um, your farm is right down the street for me. I have visited it once, and I'm super excited. I I have all the questions because I I don't know if you know this, CJ, but I'm in the wedding industry, and I know you guys are working to have um, weddings at your event too. So I'm so
2: excited to dive into this. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you both for the opportunity. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So today's guest, uh, just to introduce her, her name is CJ McDonald and she is owner operator of Under the Stars Farm. And CJ, if you would, let's start off with you telling us a little bit about you and a little bit about what you do. So I'm a mother of four. Um,
2: My oldest is 29 and my youngest is 14. I am uh, happily married uh, to the love of my life and soulmate, uh, Billy McDonald. He is just the best thing that's happened to me. So we've got an interesting story. So Billy is former Special Forces Green Beret. uh, That's Army for those who don't know. Uh, He has been um, attached to the military in one way, shape or form for over 30 years. Wow. We both were born in San Jose, California. We then moved to San Diego. Uh, again, you know, military family, lots of moving. Our last duty station was San Diego. And in, while we were there, uh, we had kind of a life-altering um, situation, I guess is probably the best way to say it. Uh, I was spent 24 years in corporate America. Uh, so our life was busy. Uh, Billy had injured his uh, right arm or hand wrist and uh, had a surgery at the VA hospital where the doctor screwed up and essentially rendered him an amputee of his right arm. <gasps> yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> exactly. If you know any special forces type guys, they're they're pretty. Um... They need all their limbs. <laughs> yeah, they need all their limbs. Uh, yeah. But by the same token, if you know a special forces guy, you know that they're going to overcome and he has definitely overcome. If you were to meet him, shake his hand, he'd put his right hand out. You wouldn't really know. Um, Yeah. He's, he's a pretty incredible man. Uh, Good hard work ethic loves this country uh, more than I think anybody I've ever met. Um, And so that situation really tra- transformed and changed our lives because it brought us to Virginia um, where we purchased 127 acres. I retired from corporate America as a business strategist. And really our goal when we moved to Virginia uh, was to follow the peace. We believe full- wholeheartedly that uh, God wants peace for all of us. Um, if we seek him and uh, I was chasing the peace. I was tired of chasing the money and the corporate games, and the promotions, and the this and the that, and I was really um, on a mission to look for peace, and we found it in Gloucester, Virginia.
1: Wow, that is, I mean, that's amazing. Where
2: where did you come from right before uh, Virginia? I'm just curious. So, yep, we were in San Diego, across oh, wow. that Encinitas area, so beautiful beaches, um, expensive living. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure.
1: Oh my goodness, yeah. All right, well, I, I have a lot of questions, but before we get into it, where is the farm located and how can our listeners um, learn more about you, uh, what your website is, and, uh, and that kind of stuff?
2: So, uh, you know, www.underthestarsfarm.com uh, is probably the best first place to go. Our farm story is on there, um, all of our specialty events. Uh, the days we're going to be open for you pick of the lavender. We are also on Instagram and Facebook, both at under the stars farm. What was the other question? Uh,
1: (laughs) No, that's good. I think that's good. You're um, I'm on your website. Now your website is, is done very well. It's very pretty. I like it a lot. Yeah, It is nice. And you have such a beautiful family. Look at all of them. I love your, your
0: family picture there. I think your, your husband might be my hero. I mean, just, I'm not a real, I mean, I'm not a real tough guy, you know, like I'm probably a little more sensitive than the average bear and your story. Like I'm over here, like wanting to cry like this, this guy seems awesome.
2: Yes. I I got to I got to tell you something, you know, he um, is definitely a guy's guy, right. Likes to, likes to shoot, likes to, you know, uh, teach the kids how to knife fight. A couple of weeks ago, we had um, all of our family over, except for my parents. So my nephew and all of our kids and um, my daughter's boyfriend. And he did a um, combat casualty care training at our house where we all had to learn about tourniquets and, uh, you know, anyways, all that kind of stuff. Um, But if you sit next to him on a couch and you're watching a sappy movie... (laughs) Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm just going to say that there's a tear or two. I'm not crying. Are you crying? I'm not crying. (laughs) Just
1: from my perspective, because I live right down the road from you guys, I I didn't realize, so your house is on, so it's 128
2: acres and you live on the farm as well? We do. So that was the other question that I forgot you asked. Where can can they find us physically? So uh, we are on the corner. Our main house is a white, two-story white colonial on the corner of Harcum and Dutton. For local people that have been around a long time, we're right behind Hazel's store. Yeah, Uh, Hazel's store burnt down a couple of years ago. However... That is not the Lavender Farm entrance. Oftentimes, because we're one big property and we provide our address um, with very clear directions on how to get to the entrance to the Lavender Farm, a lot of people show up on our front door. Right, right. (laughs) Um, The entrance to the Lavender Farm is um, on 198 Dutton Road, and it's about a half a mile towards Harper Creek. Harpers Creek from the main house. So if you're coming from Matthews, you would pass uh, the main house and go about a half a mile. If you're coming from um, like the Saluda area, uh, Glenn's road, then you're going to pass Harpers Creek and we're about a half a mile down on the left hand.
1: Yeah. Side. For me, you literally <laughs> go down that hill up and you're right there.
2: Yep. Yeah. I had no idea uh, that the
1: house, I didn't know that you owned that much. Like I knew you owned over by the lavender fields. I just didn't realize that's a, that's a
2: beautiful and large piece of property. That's cool. It is. It is. Uh, yeah, we're really, we're really excited. And, um, it's kind of funny because when we opted to move to Virginia, we were looking at, you know, five acres, 10 acres. Uh, we had looked at, I don't know, 20 some odd houses went to go look at that one I drove up I'm like this is it he's like uh we didn't say 127 <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's a little he bit said five. Cents. yeah that's a little more you uh... know <laughs> yeah 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 that was kind of what he said but I just knew um driving in that as soon as I pulled into the driveway I'm like this is it this is it yeah.
1: wow all right so what uh what made you decide lavender I'm I'm curious why you went in in that direction it's one of my f- yeah. favorite uh The smell, I just love it all. But uh, why did you guys choose it?
2: Well, uh, we didn't. It kind of chose us. Hmm. So um, we purchased this 127 acres. And I don't know about you, but, again, I'm a business strategist. So my background says if I'm not an expert in an area, I go find an expert. So we bought 127 acres. We'd never owned 127 acres. So what did I do? I pulled in the experts. One of those experts ended up being a forestry management expert, and he came over and walked the entire 127 acres because the way that the property is broken out is we're about seven acres at the main house. okay, And then we lease out 20 acres to uh, Chuck Hunt, a phenomenal farmer, a uh, local farmer. He's an amazing man. He was one of our other experts that we brought in. So he uh, farms 20 acres. He does corn and soybeans kind of around the main house. Okay. And then we basically have 10 acres of marsh because we go all the way to Harper's Creek. And then that leaves us with about 90 acres of woods. So we bring in John McGruger uh, from Three Rivers Forestry. He's a local guy. He's an expert in forestry management. He walked the entire 127 acres and then came back with a proposal. Oh, wow. What he, what he said was, you know, hey, predominantly you can select cut certain parts of your area because I know you want to keep your forest, but there are a couple of areas where we really are recommending a clear cut. One of those areas is right off of 198. Okay. So we, so we did that. There were a couple of areas that we clear cut. The challenge was that every time I drove past there after the, the timbering had happened, I would say to my husband, this is not bringing joy to the community. So if you're married, Mm -hmm. if you have a significant other, you know, when you nag and you keep saying the same thing over (laughs) and over and over again, my husband was finally like, okay, business strategist again, because that's my background, figure it out. And so that's how the lavender fields were born. We were, we were really trying to bridge a gap, right? So we feel that um, God's blessed us with this property and we're supposed to be using it then to, to bless others and to bless his kingdom. So um, it's about 12 and a half acres. The lavender area is about 12 and a half acres. Uh, we've been working on it since 2000 and conceptually 2018. We put our first lavender in the ground May Mother's Day, actually uh, 2019 had a four X harvest. And so then again, I'm a business strategist. So we expanded. <laughs> that's awesome. I
1: I'm looking at the pictures on your, uh, on your blog right now. Did I see, I followed your Facebook when you guys first, um, started marketing, uh, and, and you were looking for sponsors and people to help out. You know, was there a lull because of everything that kind of happened last year? Yeah, that's a
2: great question. So last year was supposed to be our first official year of being open to the public. Um, And we were supposed to kick off Mother's Day weekend with the Lavender Festival. That obviously didn't happen. So we had to, we had to shift, right? Uh, Some people say pivot. Some people say shift, but we had to like shift our thinking of what our Lavender Farm was going to look like in 2020. Again, Because I'm a business strategist, I look at things very differently. One of the things I haven't shared with you is I, you know, well, I kind of did. I grew up in the city, I did not grow up in the country being a farmer. So the business side of the lavender farm is cakewalk, it's easy. I could do it in my sleep. The farming side of the lavender farm (laughs) is a little bit more like drinking from a fire hose. I've had to learn about soil and Nitrogen and potassium, um, phosphorus, and yeah. all of that. Right. Yep. Um, yep. So, when everything happened with COVID and the lockdowns and everything last year, we shifted, and so instead of Lavender Festival Mother's Day weekend, we had a Lavender Day drive-through, and we partnered with Bridgepoint Church to use their parking lot, and so oh, cool. and so nice. we did that. Um, we then had another um, Lavender Day drive-through which is kind of like think Chick-fil-A, right? You pre-order your food, you go through the drive-thru, you pick it up. So it was the same concept. Um, And so we did another one in June. Then we started having small groups of people come to the farm for you pick. And we were very careful reservations, making sure we're following all the guidelines. And then we came up with this really brilliant concept that was not in our original business plan. Let's be clear. To do, to do these specialty <laughs> events. I think my my favorite specialty event last year, we called it Dessert Under the Stars. In 2021, we're calling it One Sweet Night. It's in August. We reached out to a bunch of local chefs who then uh, think wine flight for dessert. So the chefs came in. They only had one um guideline or rule which was you had to have lavender in your dessert and so they did like you know basically small tastings of their dessert that they made we brought chefs in um, again local chefs we brought judges in from like uh coastal a va coastal yelp uh food for thought had uh sent somebody in as a judge and basically we awarded three awards people's choice judges choice and then the periwinkle award which is best use of lavender and um so oh I love that it was was a great time so everybody got to judge and we uh use music we've kind of predominantly stuck with stone's throw
0: can I just say I I I went to your page on the events and these are like like I don't know like you guys are like doing everything right like this yeah It reminds me of like when my wife takes me to one of those like really, really nice wineries and I got to put on a button up shirt. Uh, (laughs) You know, uh, you're like you you got one here that says breakfast with Santa. I mean, that's such a clever.
2: Yeah, I love that. You it know. was cool. We did that last year. It was really cool. I love it.
1: Yeah. And for all the listeners, please check out their farm news has their blog and then their events has all their, they've got a bunch that are all lined up for this year. They all look fun, but for your weddings, cause I'm, I'm curious as I'm in that industry, what, uh,
2: what does a bride and groom get when they, they rent the, the venue? Yeah. So again, kind of bringing in my business piece, which is a little weird for, for a farmer, but. Uh, We are, what I like to say in, we went last year amidst COVID, we went from like toddler to awkward teenager. And so (laughs) right now we are in that awkward teenager phase where we're trying to clear up the acne and we're trying to, you know, be that beautiful butterfly, so to speak. So with that said, we have already had a couple of weddings. We already have some weddings booked for 2021. Our venue nice. is the right choice for the rustic, boho, bride and groom that truly want to put their thumbprint on a blank ca- canvas. That's, that's gotcha. really who it's for. Um, it is completely outdoors. So we utilize a lot of things like tents uh, and whatnot. Okay. But as far as what you get when you rent our venue, we have farm tables and benches. We've got white chairs. We've got plenty of solar lights. We have um, a grass area that is surrounded by swings and arbors. We are in the process of finishing up a 1,600-square-foot deck, which is where most of the weddings have taken place thus far. Um, nice. and then we have quite a few additional plans for this year. So I have to work in projects or I drive my family crazy. So, yeah, um, no, I, got cu- I mean, Rome wasn't built. Yeah, in exactly. A day. That's what so we've say. got a couple of big <laughs> projects this year. Um, but basically anything that we already own at the farm, whether it be, again, we don't have electricity. So generators, um, we do have some smaller tents. We work with Aaron at freedom rentals exclusively oh I love yep, Aaron exclusively love we work him. with them for all of our tents <laughs> yes when we need a tent for an event or when a bride or groom needs a tent we work exclusively with them
1: cool and they were there Aaron's the best yep, I can say is. that he and he's got everything whatever you need he's yeah, got. exactly no that's great I uh I actually really like working at venues where it's kind of like a blank. Ca- I mean, it's a beautiful canvas in the background, but it's like a blank blank space as far as how you want to set up your wedding. Cause it's, it's a lot of fun to do it that way. There's so much space outside. And so there's so many different options. Um, yeah. It sounds, uh, it sounds really,
2: really nice. I'd love to, uh, I'd love to get a photo shoot out there. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, uh... wait, to, wait till the lavender is blooming because right now, you know, we're coming out of winter. Yeah. And it ain't so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, actually, I'm, uh, I'm curious
1: about the lavender. Um, did you see any, or have you seen any effects of it just because it was so cold this year and we had some hard freeze? So
2: we, I would tell you that, that last year, um, kind of at the end of the year, we had a lot of rain. So, Right now we have three separate sections of lavender. So we have what we call the U pick field. Then we have the big field, which is the newest field that we're working on right now. And then we have the labyrinth and the lavender labyrinth was probably Ooh. people's most favorite thing last year that, you know, area of the property that when they came on, whether it was for U picks or the specialty events. And I would tell you that a majority of our lavender drowned this last year. So oh, yeah, so if you don't know, lavender is not a fan of being consistently wet, um, and we just had a lot of rain in 2020, and a lot of like three weeks of rain, and so uh, it, it essentially drowned. So we are in the process of, quote unquote, under construction in the lavender labyrinth, and we're doing raised beds. And we're going to keep the same um, labyrinth design, but we're doing raised beds, getting everything up out of, because we have a mixture of soil. We've got some sandy loam. We've got some areas that are predominantly clay, you know, and, and so where the labyrinth is was a lot of clay. And so we're getting it, raising it up off the ground. We'll add some rocks. We'll add some good composting and some good soil and getting them up off the ground. So they have, the ability to, to breathe and grow without drowning in clothes yeah you that's get, smart
0: you guys are really good at pivoting uh, yeah
1: <laughs> yeah sometimes you got to do that with farming yeah. too yeah. you know that's basically what you guys are doing is farming lavender we soil. are we are that's awesome
0: stay tuned till after these messages and we will be going behind the scenes with this guest We're about to wrap up shortly and I know you have a discount that you're going to be offering our guests, but let's real quick go behind the scenes and what's something you can share with our listeners that your average customer may not know. I
2: think you guys will be the first to hear this publicly. Um, We are expanding next spring to include maple trees, which we will then have a maple grove again, great for weddings. And we will be tapping the maple trees and teaching ourselves and learning how to tap maple trees so that when we do our winter um, events, we have the ability to do like a lavender maple taffy. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but you basically have this big, huge, like think wood table, but with sides. And then you put it, you Uh cover it with ice. Um, So you've got a whole bunch, it's all full of crushed ice. And then you pour hot maple syrup onto like a Popsicle stick and you twirl it in the ice and it ends up becoming maple taffy.
0: Wow. What?
1: This sounds so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere else have I ever seen that done at a venue. And I've worked at a lot of venues around here. That is definitely really the, cool. I would love... And maple trees, I think they grow... I mean, of course, you're talking yep. years, but I think they grow fairly quickly. Yeah, they...
2: um. So we're looking at different right now where we are in that is we're in the research phase. So we're looking at what grows here, um, what grows best, what produces, you know, the best um, basically syrup, right? The best maple. Right. Um, And again, talking with experts and because I'm not an expert in that yet.
1: (laughs) That is so neat. I'm
2: super excited about. that. I don't know that my kids are super excited, but I'm super excited.
0: <laughs>
2: so when, when, they will be when they see the yeah, benefits. So when when um whenever I come up with a new idea, right, everybody's like, oh, geez, here she goes again, and, yeah. and <laughs> everyone sit down. What's my exactly? <laughs> and if I really like, if I really like the idea, right? Because I come up with ideas all the time, but if I like really like the idea. My husband will tell you that I'm like a kid on Christmas morning. I get like so excited. I, you know, I talk about it all the time, and then I'm doing the research, and so that's about where we are with with the maple trees. That's cool. Very cool. Well,
1: I really wish you the the best in that. I hope that works out. That sounds like a great Thank idea you. to me. Is your is the farm open to the public? Are you in season now? Like, kind of, what is your hours or, you know, that yeah, kind it's a of great thing?
2: question. So we. When we set the calendar for 2021, that was the biggest request for my husband and my kids last year, was that a lot of what we did in 2020 was fine by the seat of our pants. You know, okay, that worked, so let's do another specialty event. Okay, that worked, so let's do another UPIC. pick. Um, whereas this year, it's much more mapped out. So if you go to UnderTheStarsFarm.com, you'll see you can visit the farm. Those are U picks. We've got specific dates that were open in May, June, and July. And I don't know if you know this, but oftentimes here in Virginia, we get a second bloom. If the second bloom, we get one this year, then we'll open in um, August, September, potentially October, but probably just August and se- September for the second bloom. So go to go to cool. visit the farm uh, for all of those dates. You can already get tickets. We sell out. We sold out every event last year. So um my husband's second request was that we were not open every weekend. So we are basically picked two weekends, um, a month, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So two weekends a month, each month, May, June, July, where we'll be open for you pick reservations are still required. Part of the reason that reservations are still required is because of guidelines, but also because we have limited parking. So I need to know who's coming in and who's coming out. And then our specialty events, uh, we'll have one specialty event each month. Um, so that kind of covers, you know, the three weekends that we're working in a month and then one weekend off.
1: I think that's very reasonable. I mean, as far as the business goes, you know, because on you're already you're farming, yeah. too. So you have to work yeah. every day. Yeah. <laughs> you guys need some time, uh, time for yourselves, yeah. too. I am looking at the May dates. And I can't come Memorial Day weekend, but I think I'm going to come the weekend before the 20. I have a wedding on Saturday, but maybe Friday I can work that out. I'll bring my mom
2: or something. Well, great news. That's a perfect segue to let you know that uh, we have set up for the May days in the lavender fields. We've set up a discount code for your listeners. And all you got to do is type in Tidewater Podcast, all one word, and you'll get a um, 30% discount.
1: Oh, oh wow. well, I'm going to, I'm using that Just saying. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. Before we wrap up um, again, how can our listeners connect with you and um,
2: give your social media uh, names yeah, as well? Sure. Absolutely. So the best place to find us is under the stars That's all things uh, under the stars farm. You can also find us on Facebook under the stars farm and same with instagram so all of our handles across social media well that's it guys
0: thank you for listening to behind the scenes in tidewater want to
1: share something with us or be a guest on the show send us an email at tidewaterpodcast at gmail.com
0: like share and subscribe our podcast to help us grow
1: and listen for more deals discounts and wisdom from the best businesses in the tidewater area